Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 5000 of the Made of Melanin podcast. We are your hosts, Abby and Michael. Yes, but you yes, know that are. because you've been listening for years now. Yes. We've had we've been on the air forever. You're so loyal. We just yes. we love you so much. We've had so many special guests and Oh goodness. You know, I uh, thought it was so nice of Beyonce to come on like right after she had the twins yes. to talk about her potato salad recipe. Honestly, I was touched. I was touched as well. That was such a yes. moment. I think my favorite moment was going to Ina's house. Oh, and just kind forget. of seeing the grounds there. Um, slight backstory on this fun joke that we're doing. Um, we have recorded this podcast. How many times is this now? Four? Four. Four. <laughs> it, is, no, it is, in fact, our fourth attempt at recording this podcast. We have had difficulties, mm. both technical and spiritual. You are right. This is a journey. It has been mind a and journey. <laughs> We are being tested, but we are. are. This is there's just I. <laughs> I cannot repeat enough that it is insane how many people have podcasts because everyone has while one. While it is not difficult, it's it's not it's difficult. Not as easy as you would believe it to be, especially <laughs> given how many terrible podcasts there are by terrible people. And you just mentioned this. One of my like. Oh, the opposite. Like one of these new like genres of podcast is like Game of Thrones recaps, and everyone mm-hmm. seems to have one. And it's just, what? no, no one wants. It's to like hear uh, me and my cousin Ralph, we have a Game of Thrones recap that we do every uh, Monday oh. morning because uh, we don't both have jobs, and so like we're just in the basement. It's really cool, but we have like five thousand followers, and we're gonna have Jon Snow on. So I'm like, it's what? Crazy. <laughs> uh, oh, it's crazy. Oh. Anyway, this is not a, a Game of Thrones recap. It is not. You have I stumbled promise. upon a gem, uh, if I can say so myself. Even though I'm calling us gems, and that's a little Listen, self-serving. But we've you know listened to the first three episodes of this podcast. It is a gem. It is a gem. <laughs> it is. It's a true gem. You have you've made it to Made with Melanin with Abby and Michael. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> No, I, I want to read from our website, which is madewithmelanin.com. Yes, go there. It's yes. beautiful. It will make you want to eat pastries. Oh, absolutely. So mm-hmm. Made With Melanin, um, we call it a new podcast on redefining domestic bliss, yes. on finding success and overcoming failure in the kitchen and in life, on the virtues mm-hmm. of homemade and knowing when store-bought is just fine, <laughs> on celebrating yes, Ina. Beyonce, Ina, and the culture that nourishes us, on being brown but feeling down in spaces that weren't made for us and still don't always welcome us. That's true. And on getting through it all with friends, food, laughter, and the secret ingredient. Yes. I love that. So that's, you did such a good job us. on that. Just, Thank you. God breathed. It was just inspired. <sighs> so that's us. That's our mission. Yes. Really is to just, it's, it's just to get through it, right? Honestly, just to make it. And it turns out that cake helps that out. <laughs> to make it. Um, so for our first, so for our first episode, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it would be fun to talk about what, mm, like, what our own domestic bliss kind of looks like right now. What brought us to the kitchen? What keeps us going? Like, what, you know, like how we started, where we're 
lightheaded, I guess. I don't know. It's a really yeah. broad question. But... <laughs> that is, it is a lot. I feel like it could be like hours of, upon hours yeah. of just talking about that. Um, do you want to go want first? What do you want life? Um, yeah, I can start. Get it. I can start. So, I guess... I mean, I assume that everyone listening to this right now knows us, but let's say right because all eleven people that we're going to tell is going to be related to us in some kind of way. This is true. So, I I think when I think about like my adventures in the kitchen, which if you know me now can be described sometimes as extra, in a um, great way, in a good way. Uh, it's like funny to think like where i come from so right now i really um i really love making cakes i'm trying to make that my like main thing thing Mm -hmm. i was trying to say a gig but not my main gig because like right now it's like a side gig but i would love it if to be my just your main brand my main brand. Ooh, yes. Hashtag brand. Yes. <laughs> hashtag brand. So I make these cakes. You can see them over at ThunderThighCO on Instagram. Indeed. And making cakes really stemmed from learning how to bake, having fun with that. And that came from hanging out with my friends and having dinner parties, um, which is like a very far cry from how I grew up. So... When I grew up, my mom, it was for a little while, it was just me and her. And then eventually she had another kid. I don't know. His name is David, maybe. I don't sure, really sure. remember. Do you know what I vaguely remember him? Yeah, he's around. Your brother? Just, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. He's there. <laughs> he's like not important to this story. Okay. So yeah, what not is important to this story is that it was just me and her and she was... On her own, totally, um, sisters are doing it for themselves. You know, yes. she was that montage from First Wives Club, you know? That montage is my life. It's, it's just how I define my <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's so important. It's just, anyway. So that was my mom. She, um, was going to uh, work during the day, and then she was taking these night classes so that she can get her bachelor's, and she was, she was doing it for herself. Yeah. And I didn't leave her a lot of time to cook. And that didn't leave her a lot of time to, like, really spend time in the kitchen. And I think, like, her whole attitude towards kitchen and cooking and, like, domestic life is, like, perfectly encapsulated in this magnet that she still has on her refrigerator. And she's had since I was a child. And it mm-hmm. says, this kitchen serves all four food groups. Microwave, frozen, fast food, and canned. Yes. <laughs> and that was just, like, her total, like, approach to, like, eating was just... There's all these options for you to eat that don't involve me cooking. Right. And that was, like, that was fine. Like, that was just, um, like, how I was raised, and I thought that was totally normal. You know, I thought, yes, like, there's McDonald's, and there are these, like, hungry man dinners, and there are, there's a whole culinary world out there, like, that was totally defined with microwave frozen fast food and canned. Um... And for us, like, something special was, like, um, was, like, a Duncan Hines yellow cake. That was, like, when she would make that. And to this day, it is still special. And it's still, like, in my heart, just, like, the all-time favorite. There's just a special place for box cakes. I feel like at least all 90s kids' hearts. Because it's just, like, what you made. And it's what you brought to, like, your birthday. Yes. Like, classroom cake. Yes, it tastes like... It tastes like like elementary school and birthday parties and you know just fun uh, times. So yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with Duncan Hines. 
Listen, so like I said, like even to this day, even I'm over here making like lemon meringue cakes and stuff. But like in my heart, like when I think of like, what is the best cake? It's just, it is a Duncan Hines yellow cake with the chocolate frosting. Just. That is a classic choice. And it's still just like a little warm, just like a little lingering warmth there. So it's still all soft and just. Like spongy. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so the, and the, the frosting kind of melts into it because of that. Right. Yes. It's, oh, uh, listen, my, my whole mouth is just. <laughs> I know. I'm, it's very, it's very saliva. <laughs> it's goodness. too much. Oh, goodness. Anyway, I don't mean to knock my mother. Like I said, she had a lot going on. Just cooking was just not. You know, she just wasn't. She just wasn't worried about it, mm-hmm. and um, so I carried that mentality right into college. And then there was one summer that I spent on campus. I went to college in the middle of Illinois, surrounded by nothing but corn. Where and did you go to college? The University of Illinois, U of I. The big oh, I. You they are used to have the racist um, a special egg. <laughs> a special egg? Yeah, I mean, I feel like people who went to U of I, they hold themselves to a very high standard. I don't know. They're just very proud that they went to U of I. I don't know. I'm jealous. This I went to a terrible tr- college. So, um, we'll get to that. <laughs> the, like, I, I will say that um, U of I people, ooh, white people who went to U of I love U of I. <laughs> you are not wrong. <laughs> You are absolutely, absolutely right. Yeah. And there's a lot of just, like, racial elements there because the mascot used to be a fictitious uh, Native American chief called Chief Illiniwek. And um, they used to, like, get a white guy to put on a headdress and do, like, this dance. Yes, I've seen it. White people really and truly believe that they are honoring all Native Americans with this fictitious uh, sports mascot. Like they really understand. and truly, they were like, "We are honoring. We this is honorable." And so, um, actual Native Americans and the NAACP and the NCAA were like, "This is not hey, honorable." They're like, "Y'all need so to shut this entire." Not. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> "None of this is okay." We're like, "We let you do this long enough." Right, and too long. So, <laughs> so uh, I think it was the year before or a year, the year of that I started. They like shut the the chief that was his his name. That they shut the chief down, and white people to this day. I have been graduated from college over five years. White people to this day are still mad that the sure fictitious sports mascot was taken away from them. Oh, it's, chief! Yeah. So, um, White people loved U of I. I didn't have a bad time at U of I, but just I don't. Um, it's I don't think of it as like I don't know. I've met people who are like I am a proud Illini, and they're like seventy five years old, and I'm just like you didn't acquire any new identities in the past couple decades. Like what? <laughs> anyway, when I was in Illinois, surrounded by all that corn, all alone one summer. I had to cook for myself, and that was shocking, let me tell you. But um, <laughs> by that point, I had been watching lots and lots and lots of Food Network, mm-hmm. and I was introduced to the magic of our savior, Ina Garten, the Barefoot oh, Contessa. Yes. Who was just so good. Who was just so... I don't know. She just, like... I don't know if this was a thing for you, but it was definitely a thing for me and my friends to watch the Food Network... Uh, I guess ironically, not ironically, but just kind of like, like eat a pizza 
while watching someone cook. Yes, absolutely. Like we were all eating our Papa John's and our yeah, oh, Papa chicken John's. wings, watching like the Barefoot Contessa roasted chicken and be like, damn, that looks good. And knowing <laughs> in our hearts that we would never, like we would never roast a chicken. So I had been watching the Food Network and I had been like loving Ina, living for Ina. And so finally I was alone and I had a kitchen and I was like, well, this could either be a summer of ramen and more microwave frozen fast food and canned, or I can like, you know, believe in myself the way that Ina believes in me. She does. And just go for it. And, you know, there were a lot of failures. There was a lot of um, setting off the smoke alarm that first summer. But for the most part, like I, I roasted a chicken and I did okay. Yes. Like that first summer, I really, um, I really began uh, like a, a love of everything going on in the kitchen, and I owe it mostly to Ina because I don't know. It's I say it a lot, but I just I honestly and truly believe that she believes in me. Just like when she's just talking and she's just like. She she just makes it seem not not like everything is just so easy, but she's like, this isn't difficult. But it's, no, like, it's not. It's like this. I'm giving you the tools you need to succeed. Exactly. You just have to put them together. I'm telling you, and literally, you'll be fine. And you're like, you're right. oh, that's it. And you're like, she's like, yeah, girl, like that's it. <laughs> she's just like, there's this, you know what I mean? And she's she has just like the approachability, and she. I don't know. She just has a way of making everything, even if it's like roast chicken or pavlova or um, oh pavlova, everything. But everything. She's just like, there's this thing. You think it's really fancy. You know what? It is fancy. But you know what? It's not hard to make it yourself. True. And she's right. And I, yeah, I love that she instilled that in me. So, goodness. So that's me. I love particularly to bake and cook. Because of Ina, is what I'm saying. She is great. Well, I mean, for me, uh, well, I don't know. My, my mom is like the best baker and cook that I know. Th, <laughs> at least in my in okay in my eyes, because it's like your mom was like everything to you. Um, but legitimately, she she's real. Like she's a real one. Um, so I've had a whole lifetime of being basically swaddled by food if I could like if I make that yes. a phrase um, because it's just that's how she shows her love is like I'm gonna make you something and she and she also likes to experiment with stuff so she like when she was growing up she was like oh, oh I'm gonna add red wine to this spaghetti sauce no black black family living in Chicago in 1955 and that is not a thing you even do and not a thing she knew how to do. So like, why did she know how to put red wine into it? If she never had the notion to ever do that or saw somebody do that. Yeah. It's cause she has a gift. Like uh, uh, gift uh. is in her. Um, and like just, she, she's the one who like, I hosted a dinner party for my friends when no one else knew the, like knew to how to host a dinner party. Like I, she's like, I set a table. Like, so she just, I don't know. She just made it work for herself because she knew that she liked it. And then the Mm -hmm. intuition was already there. So 
I didn't really have to do much for myself for a long time because it was like, well, my mom's got it. So like, why do I need to know how to bake um, or cook or do anything? Cause like she's got it. No, um, that's true. Like sometimes that knowledge just doesn't get passed down because you know, and it's not, not for lack of her passing it down because I have recipe books filled with like recipes for pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving recipes for chili. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, because she does it differently literally every time. She's like, well, depending on what I have, I just put different things into it. I'm like, that does not help oh, me. A true master. <laughs> a true master. If she makes one thing, it, it's made 17 different ways. If she if she makes it the same ones, it's like, because she's like, I don't ever have the same thing twice, but I do know what I want it to taste like. And because she knows what she wants it to taste like, she knows what to grab. But I'm like, God has that, not given me that, that spirit, that anointing of, of, of cooking and baking. <laughs> um... But apparently he did because it came late. I'm a late bloomer just in my whole life. Um, but yeah, like, actually Joy the Baker uh, got me going. Someone introduced her blog to me because they're like, she sounds like you should be friends with her. Like, it's almost like I'm reading your writing. And I was like, Ooh. oh, and I started to read it. And it was super simple, just like cookies and pies and ice cream and cakes. And I was like, this sounds fun. And honestly, the first thing I made by myself was oatmeal. And... I got so excited to make oatmeal by myself. It was literally just oatmeal made on the stove with brown sugar, orange zest, cranberries, and almonds. And I thought it was the best thing I've ever made in my life. That sounds really <laughs> good, though. It was, it was, it tasted like sunshine. <laughs> it tastes, I mean, it's really good just in terms of like having a breakfast. Um, but Ooh. it was just something I made for me and no one else made it for me. And mind you, this was not like when I was 12. This was when I was like 24. <laughs> <laughs> Like this was this was like yeah. yesterday. I was like, I made oatmeal. Oh my god! Oh and I just, man, no, I, I know. That, <laughs> that was definitely me. That was definitely me. Like, oh my god, I made a pork chop, and I was like, I was of drinking age. And I was like, whoa! Did you guys know that the oven does stuff right. other than it, like you can turn? There's joke. a light in there. Um, right. Like, yo, what? <laughs> I just I was very impressed with myself. I was just excited that I did it for myself because I always make oatmeal in the microwave. I don't know, just that's what you did as a latchkey kid. But um, uh, hot, same like <laughs> that was a microwavable food. Yeah, oatmeal. yeah. So I started to, and then I made something else. I made um, red velvet black and white cookies from her website, Ooh, and they were good. And I started feeding so people at work, and and I was like, I, and then I started making stuff all the time. So like mini mini chocolate chocolate like chocolate chocolate chip cakes or something. Um, and I would give them to people walnut banana muffins. Um, and then I stopped baking for people at work because uh, they're heathens and they're not appreciative. So I haven't baked for work since 2011. No big deal. Let's uh, move on. Which that. Uh, <laughs> is, the, is like the last year that you and I worked together. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Because so I, I, I don't know. Everyone who isn't <laughs> I mean, people... It, as a, as a result, though, my my cooking has become legendary, because I took it away, <laughs> and people are like, "You're restricting the supply." Heard, yes, they're like, "We've heard that you They've used to make stuff." I'm like, "Yeah, I used to make stuff." I'm like, "You don't anymore." I'm like, "No, I don't." <laughs> like very matter of factly, and then if I do bring stuff, I literally will put it in the hand of the person I want to have it and walk away, and then people see it and they're like, "I don't get one." I'm like, "It turns out you don't," and they're like, "Away." Oh my god, I love it. Uh, I love it. They, so a lot of people have not been doing that's savage. That is, I know, it is Savage yeah, 101, savage but <laughs> I don't care. Like, I need, I like people to critique my work uh, 
and I know the people that will, and I give it to the people that will. Yeah. So that's that's that is me. But uh, um, yeah, I guess I'm, that's, I'm, that's my turn. No, go ahead. No, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> no, I um, I think it's uh, at least for me in the beginning, it was very hard to hear critiques of my work. Um, because I was like, wait, don't you understand that I, I tried so hard, like right. <laughs> then she, like also like I don't like when I started, I was like, I don't do this. I was like, this didn't come from a can. Like, this is the best thing you've ever had. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was very hard for me. So uh, I thought, I mean, it was not hard to share my food, but it was very hard to like not hear like, like praise. All, all praise. Yes. Right. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, no. You understand? Every like time I'm I make to be something, from Garten. Like, <laughs> no, 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 you understand. It doesn't matter that like this is a little burnt. Like, no, no, no. this is the best thing you've ever had. Exactly. These are Inas. Like, and every time I make something, I do, it's the same thing though for me because I'll have it and like if someone, if someone doesn't like it that much, I'm like, do you know who my mother is? And they're like, no, I've never met your mom. I'm like, okay, fine. But <laughs> I'm just saying that <laughs> she's amazing. <laughs> but I, I usually honestly get my critiques from my mom because she's the one who's like did you think about maybe putting in this? I'm like, no, because why would I do that? She's like, she's like, it's fine. You're not there yet. But she just has those intuitions that I don't have sometimes on, on things, but I'm getting there. It turns out they're there. They were just sleeping, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, she's, yeah, I need to start. I haven't honestly baked in a long time. Uh, if I'm being like super frank about things, um, just, I don't know. I think work has, has snuffed out a lot of creative things in me. And I just go That's about true for a lot of people. in my Absolutely. little house and turn lights off. So I turn lights off on art and I've kind of turned the lights off on baking. And I feel like no. this will help me get back into it a little bit. Um, that's, at least so that's, that's what I'm hoping. No, I hope so too. Because there definitely is, I mean... There's the legend of of Abby's baking, but it's been like <laughs> rightfully earned. Like that is not. It's not like um. I don't know. Not like uh. I've, my, why am I thinking about like Jimmy Hoffa's grave? Like I'm trying to say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to say that like the legends hold up. Yes. Yeah. As someone who like once worked with you and like the goods were were delivered on a semi regular basis. Mm-hmm. I miss I miss it, but at the same time, I don't know. I think there's just like a lot of not feelings, but I know there was like a dude I liked um, who was there, and I stopped baking around the time that he left as well. So there's like there's a bunch of feelings. <laughs> Absolutely, no, yeah, I can totally relate to just uh, you know baking emotionally. That's, mm-hmm. that's I don't know so how to do that. anything else besides do it emotionally. I knit emotionally. <laughs> I bake emotionally. Like, I make cards emotionally. Like, it could be I pick out washi tape emotionally. It's a lot. <laughs> I picked out this washi tape with a heavy heart. Seriously. But I completely understand. Oh, it's a lot sometimes. <laughs> like, why? That's which is why I don't share feelings with people because it's like, I just, I, I have too many of them. I can't. Please stop. <laughs> anyway. <gasps> Uh, there, I, I'm, I was gonna say there's no such thing as too many feelings, but there are, absolutely. But I feel like you, you you're not you're not at that level. I don't think so. Well, if you like, if you do, you want baking to be your job? Do you think? So I for a long time I used to say no because I 
like I said, like I am an emotional baker, like for um, for like most like emotions that I have, like I just like process them through baking. Like yeah, just like oh my god, I'm so happy, I want to make cupcakes, or like oh my god, like today was really rough, like I just want to like make a pie, <laughs> mm-hmm. like uh, 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 which like my mom thinks is like the craziest thing in the world, but like I don't know, there's just something really cathartic <laughs> about like today sucked, but I'm going to hold this dough in my hand and turn it into a pie. And like, it's because there are some... certain things that that baking will do that if you just mix these ingredients together, they will come together. Right. When a lot like, of things are uncertain. Like I'm a wizard and this is magic and look what I've done. And um, so like there's that like element of just like catharsis and just release, I guess, just like through baking. And so for a long time, I was like, oh, it was like if I use baking as like the thing to relieve stress i was like i can't bake for work because then baking would be the thing that stresses me Mm -hmm. and so i felt that way for a long time and then um i don't remember how it started but um i i uh someone asked me to make a cake for them like and they and i sold it to them and i was like well this was like this was a little stressful because i was like well usually if something goes wrong or doesn't look perfect i'm like well it's okay because it still tastes delicious but like I right need this but like this is delicious. for someone right so i was like i need this to be perfect and also taste delicious like, i need to be perfect right. inside and out and there was that stress there but it was a completely different kind of stress than like what my actual job had been causing me or like those other different types of stress it was just like it was a productive stress you know what okay. I mean? it was a stress yeah. that pushed me to make sure that that cake really was the best that I could. And I was like, well, this is actually not wonderful, but I was like, I like this. Like I, like it was stressful, but like, it was like, I don't know. The, the outcome makes you happier. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a stress because you have to make sure that it's, it's right. And it tastes good. and You don't poison anybody, but it it is still a joy to do the process. It's still a joy. Like, yes. you know, putting my reputation on the line. Like, all of that was like, yeah, yeah, I can do this. So, um, like, slowly I am. I do want, <laughs> I do want to be stressed on stop by baking, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think for a long time I wanted to have a bakery and I would tell people, like, I want to have a bakery. And I had a name. I actually still have a name that I don't tell people because I told Ooh. the wrong person you once. share it or is it like? No. <laughs> okay, no, that's totally fine. I respect that. Um, I told the wrong person once, and he's in like a few, a, a, like a year later, he told me this name that he had for a, a restaurant, and it was that name. And he didn't rem- <gasps> no! remember. He didn't remember that I told him, and I was like, Oh, he did. He remembered. I mean, yeah, he's a, he's a terrible person. So yes, it's probably possible that he remembered. Um, but yeah, so I keep it to myself because it's like a baby name. <laughs> you know, like a perfect baby name, but um, I keep it to myself just because, just in case. Um, but I was going to have a, a bakery, and I was really invested in it, and then I realized that I don't necessarily want a bakery, but I would love a and b like, with my mom. Oh, cute. Um, because we just, we like, we love, like, hosting people. We love yes. nurturing people. Um, we're both baby whispers, just FYI, that's on my resume. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and it's just, it's like part of our, our nature to like nurture people, um, and just kind of yeah. take care of them. And food, I think is a huge part of that. So when we're making food, which is why, again, I, it's not even my fault that I'm emotional to her fault. Um, <laughs> I just realized that, but, uh, when we're making things for people, we're thinking of like how we can take care of them. But I think a B and B would be like the perfect combination of like 
you sleep here, we're taking care of you, but also we feed you. Um, so, yeah. I love that. But that would be further down the road, and everyone's like, you should do that, but they're usually white, and they're usually telling me to do that. I'm like, you don't, you have a trust fund that you can fall back on. I do not. I need to get paid. So, oh, what? <laughs> I, people are just like, well, why don't you just make these cakes full time? And I'm like, well, right. Right, because cakes, my I'm... my father doesn't pay for this apartment. So. Right, like, <laughs> like I live in New York, and no one is paying this rent but me, Mm-mm. myself, and I. Turns out, like, like I would love it if I could just, you know, be like you and just be like, oh, I'm gonna be an influencer, so I need mom to pay rent this month. But right, and just like, do it. Like, I'm like, are you kidding? Like, I. Uh, it's like just... internships. Internships oh. are for the white. I mean, and and, and not okay. Other people have. Not, not all white, sorry. But um, everybody, you know, other people have done internships, but I'm just like, it's not, I can't, I don't have time to do this. I don't have the, the funds to do this. Um, I wish, though. I did an internship um, one summer at a TV station. There was, um, there was like four of us. And uh, I was the only one who had to, like, I also had a, a part-time job and I was the only one. Of course, like, wasn't doing <laughs> full time, and I was also the only person of color. Um, and it was just like they were just like so much of internships are about like networking, and so it there was is. so much like, "Ooh, let's go get a drink," and I was like, "Well, I have to go to work, right?" <laughs> because this internship is paying me with pats on the back, like exactly with you know with cups of coffee that I steal from the break room because I'm not right. supposed to have it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's very interesting, but yeah. It's, I just, I, I, whenever I bake, I feel really comforted, like, like not comforting, but comforted, um, just by it. Like there's a sense of confidence I have around baking and I'm not really confident in my life about almost anything. Like I don't do uh, it. Like I don't, I just, I just started wearing sleeveless tops two weeks ago when I went on vacation, legit. Um, and first so of all, that's just, like insane, but also congratulations. I know. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> And I feel like I feel like my confidence boosted a bunch because I'm just like, listen, like, I don't care. You're going to get these cream cheese, these uh, cottage cheese arms and and you're going to be OK. It turns out like this is not going to. Yes. Your, your life. Amen. <laughs> so I just I don't know. But yeah, I, I'm not confident in a ton of things about my life. But um, baking makes me feel like I don't know. I, I'm comforting by the science of it. Uh, mm. to know that, like, do this, 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 science happens, make something pretty, and it tastes good. Um, I just, I like that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you should be, you should be more confident in everything, but, because oh, yes. you are wonderful and, like, magic, but I am the hardest your um, confidence, your confidence in baking is, like, 100% earned. Absolutely. So is yours. Like, you oh, don't have to talk to anybody you. again if you didn't want to. Like, listen, I will show you my website, and then I'm going to walk away. Okay, bye. <laughs> uh, casual. Light flex. Light flex. Abby, what did you make this week? Well, I am fresh off of vacation. Um, right. Orleans, okay, yeah. I do great. want to talk about your vacation again, again, um, again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, 
and I kind of been detoxing because I had a lot of, I have a lot, it was good, it was great food, but it was just a lot of food, um, so I've been trying to eat a slightly healthier, um, but my friend, I went to her house, because we went to this, like, tea parlor, which is adorable, it's in Morris, if you ever want to go, it's called Letty Maze, but, um, she's a Wait, garden. it's called Letty Maze? Uh, Letty Maze, uh, two, two words, first name oh. is Letty, gotcha. middle name is May. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, Cute. But, yeah. Um, it's a, it's, it's adorable, but she has a garden and she gave me two cucumbers and two little sun gold tomatoes from her garden. And I made Ooh. like, just like a simple salad out of the cucumbers, red wine vinegar, um, salt, pepper and feta cheese, which I know you don't like, I'm <sighs> sorry, but it's okay because there's more feta cheese for me. And, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, it was simple. Again, I haven't baked anything in a long, long time, but um, it was good. That salad sounds really good, except for the feta cheese. I know, I know. You <sighs> some mozzarella or some queso fresco? Queso fresco would be, like, perfect. Or a cotija yeah. would be even oh, better. Yeah, some cojita cheese. Ooh, no, I've been hungry, like, for the past seven hours, but now I'm really hungry. <laughs> what did you make this week? I just finished a banana split cake, which was my first time making an ice cream cake, which has been fun. Yes. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. I, um, ice cream when cakes I was younger, are like rooted in nostalgia. So good. Also, maybe yesterday. I always thought that, but like, mm-hmm. I didn't always think, but um, that ice cream cakes were like baked with ice cream inside them. Like, that's ridiculous, but... They're much easier to put together than I thought. It's just, you know, layers yes. of cake. And then you just take some softened ice cream. You layer it in between the cake and then you let it freeze again. And I was like, well, this mm-hmm. is very easy. So this cake is four layers of banana cake. And in between each layer is ice cream. So I've got chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla. Just like a banana split. Mm-hmm. And on the outside, I've got some simple Italian meringue buttercream. And on top is hot fudge sauce butterscotch and strawberry sauce it is look it is really um it's really fun and festive um and then also i took some chocolate chips and i took some butterscotch chips and i took Mm -hmm. some white chocolate that i colored red and then i melted them together into balls so that way they look Mm -hmm. like scoops of ice cream on top and i poured the sauce over them they're amazing. So it's, it's really fun. And then there's whipped cream. How did that not melt all over the place, though? It's in the, it, it lives in the freezer. Okay. Okay. I mean, like all ice cream cakes, you know, it does. It has to live I mean, in yes. the freezer. Um, and there's also some whipped cream and nuts. Ooh, and cherries. Maraschino cherries, even though they're maraschino. made with, like, bleach and terribleness? <gasps> no. What? I, have you ever seen how a maraschino cherry is made? No. Don't. <laughs> Don't ruin your life for yourself. Um, PSA to all listeners. They basically, I think they basically bleach, they like bleach a cherry basically and then add coloring back into it with red dye number 40. So it's like you're killing yourself a little bit. Uh, but why are they so tasty? <laughs> I just ate like 17 of them yesterday. <laughs> They're so good. They're I know so everybody's good. obsessed with Luxardo cherries. I don't like them. <laughs> No, 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 no. They're just, they're very bitter. I don't like them at all because they're an actual cherry. <laughs> they're like a real thing. I pretty much um, only like maraschino. Luxardo cherries are real, but maraschino cherries are just, I can literally eat a jar. Mm. I'm telling you that I pretty much ate half a jar. 
And like, no one's judging. How much? Maybe your insides. How much bleach is inside of me right now? Right though, I'm actually googling as we speak how Amira she knows this is, is so upsetting. There it is. <laughs> it's nothing sacred. Oh oh. <laughs> So it's it's what I said. It's terrible. Oh God. Okay. In their modern form, the cherries are first preserved in a brine solution, usually containing sulfur dioxide and calcium <laughs> calcium chloride to bleach the fruit. Mm. Then soaked in a suspension of food coloring, uh, <laughs> red dye number forty up, sugar syrup and other components. It is, and now it's. Uh, <laughs> I, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like you're trampling all over my childhood. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's terrible. That's like, did you? I don't know if you see this thing. Like, the New York Times did this like mm-hmm. hit piece on mac and cheese, and like, um, specifically like powdered mac and cheese. Um, oh. And it's just, like apparently like, I don't know something like in the powder is like killing us all slowly, that's probably, or maybe no, that's not real. so slowly. I don't even know. But I'm like, you know what? Listen, Kraft mac and cheese, like it hits the spot every time. It does. Kraft mac and cheese time. and sriracha. Yo. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> it is it is probably my but you favorite know what? It, like it, comfort it's, food. It's killing us all. So, you know what? We can't have mac and cheese. We can't have maraschino cherries. We can't have anything, honestly. Like what Honestly we can't. Um everybody's obsessed with watching What the Health on Netflix right now. With watching And I have it's called What the Health. Um and it's I I don't want to watch it because everybody who has watched it has gone vegan afterwards. Oh, because no. Apparently, a plant-based diet is the best for you, which I'm not disagreeing with. Is it like the new food ink or whatever? It is like forks over knives and food ink. It's like the new, it's a new thing. And of course, we'll have vegans for a smooth month and a half, and then they'll smell bacon and be fine. Um, But I was a faux vegan (laughs) for a month in college. What's a faux vegan? Um, I was dating this guy who was. Well, I was trying to date this guy who was vegan, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I can be vegan. Yeah." I could not be vegan. I don't even. So, know. like, you were vegan around him, but like in your spare yes, time, you're eating like exactly. rib tips. Hundred percent the situation. I don't even think I made it like the first day. Was, like, <laughs> breakfast. It's what it's terrible. Like, oh, the the uh, can't have eggs. I'm just gonna just have milk. half a grapefruit. <laughs> uh, you can't have um, milk in your coffee, like. Is, Veganism is, I just, uh, I just, I, mean, I, think I, I, it, I think now I could do it, like, cause like, I think it's generally like my resolve is stronger, just like in everything, but I don't think I have to give true. up cheese. I just love cheese. So I love dairy. And I know that there's like, probably like dead bones and milk, but I like it. Ugh. Anyway. Um, but yeah, everybody's obsessed with that documentary right now. So um, not me. Not I. Out. I have. I'm skipping it because I'm like, I could watch it, but I would be eating bacon and that would probably be beside the point. Um, I don't know. So I can't do it. I can't do it. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I don't. You know what? I'd, I'd rather, I don't know. I just, give me the cheese now. Give me the cheese and the rib tips now. And I, I mean, oh I, I'll swap out that like extra five years that it would save at the end. Rib just tips are so good. Those would be like the last five years where you're just like, you can't hear anything mm-hmm. and just like all your bones hurt and you're just like 
Like, I did this to myself. Right. But I don't regret it. (laughs) I do not regret it. wrap this week and every week by asking what the secret ingredient was what we relied on to get us through it or that mm-hmm. made this week extra special or just what, you know whatever we want to love on for a little bit so abby what has been the secret ingredient this week let's see uh, honestly <laughs> my secret ingredient this week has been water which sounds super basic <laughs> and i know that it is a part of a lot no, of things. hydration is not basic. I mean, it, it is, is basic, no. it's like basic in like a necessity and like a core yes. like foundational kind of way. So, you know, listen, listen, I'm here for it. Water. I am a girl who does not like water. Like I, mm, my whole true. life, my mom's like, you do not drink water. I'm like, yes, I do. It's in this pop that I'm drinking. And she's like, yeah, that's <laughs> not the same. Um, <laughs> so I've just, it's well, always yeah, been a struggle for me. It's the first ingredient me. listed on the bottle. <laughs> There's water in it, damn it. It is it is just like it tastes my my argument for water is that it tastes like nothing. It literally tastes like wet nothing. And why would I want to do that to myself on purpose? Drink wet nothing. Um when I could drink iced tea or I don't know. I mean I love iced tea, so it's pretty that's all I want to drink. And root beer. I love root beer. Um but yeah, I just I had a lot of water this week because I'm again I'm trying to like flush my system out. Um, I'm very into sparkling water. I know we are a LaCroix generation of millennials, but I'm on that train. I might be actually driving it. I'm not, but you go, you live your life. My mom has been drinking LaCroix since 1986. And so have I, um, she, she drank it before it was cool to drink it. Um, and it was just known as seltzer water. That's what we call it. But everyone's like, Oh, is that LaCroix? I'm like, it's a seltzer. Please calm down. Like, just quit. Um, but yeah, I'm super into water and sparkling water right now just to like cleanse my system. And I, and I also am now feeling when I don't, I'm not hydrated and I'm like, oh my God, I need water. And I'm like, oh, I'm so developed as a human. Yeah. Like, I, I can feel myself, I can feel myself needing water. That's so great. I, uh, that's amazing. <laughs> what? That's amazing. I love it. Because <laughs> like, I, no, I mean, I feel like, like, what is this like, what is this that I'm feeling? And you're, you're able to like identify like. Your body's needs and wants? Like, what is that like? It's great. I am also obsessed with water bottles. I have, like, 8,000 of them to uh, supposedly make myself drink water. But it doesn't work. Uh, it helps a little bit. <laughs> it helps that Starbucks gives me water for free in my little $19 cup that I bought from them. <laughs> but anyway, uh, another story for another day. What is your secret ingredient this week, Michael? My secret ingredient this week and TBH for the past couple weeks has been... Um, <laughs> This alcoholic beverage called pineapple cider. Michael, the restaurant that I'm going to this evening has it. It's on the menu, and I'm so excited. Ah, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> I love it. So I I love um I love most ciders because I'm not like I'm not a beer person. Like I don't care about your IPA. I don't. Oh care my god! Please get out of my face with an IPA. Oh, they just oh. like they just taste like mildew. Like they just taste like basement water like it's just i don't like IPAs. <laughs> it just don't taste good 
I don't. They, they're just all days bad. And I feel like everyone who likes them is just like, they all have Stockholm Syndrome. Or they're just all like, it's like all just like, like grand conspiracy. I just don't. Don't give me your Fantastic. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Get out of here with your IVA. I don't want it. What I want is something fruity. Uh, give me that apple cider. I that love it. Give me that tipsy apple juice all day. I don't even care. I love it. So, uh, if you mod this past weekend, the week before, I was having a really frustrating time in the kitchen, and I just yes. needed a drink. Um, I had a meringue that like wouldn't set up because I was making meringues in the heat, and I knew better. Right, that was. Mystic. And I was at the bodega like alcohol, and I went to, <laughs> uh, to reach for. A woodchuck, and then like next to it was this like pineapple cider, and I was like, "What is this?" And it was delicious, and it is delicious. And there, I bought like six that day, and I've bought six every day since. No, not really, yes. but <laughs> but like since that moment, like there has not been a day that like there hasn't been one in my home. Like not that I drink one every day, but um, yeah. So I bought pineapple cider. You know, if you also don't like IPAs and you like something fun, it's okay to have fun when you drink. Damn it. Right? okay for like light and crisp and fruity flavors not everything has to taste like dank dark just ugh. i just the craft beer generation where they're like i made this in my kitchen i'm like you know what it tastes like kitchen stop like this is gross um no, keep it, it keep it not me yes you can keep that to yourself like, i don't know if i'm getting to the age where just like i have i understand i don't know i understand my palate more but like i used to be super obsessed with like um like Mai Tais or just any mixed drink or I still love a good Moscow Mule because they're tasty, mm-hmm. but I am now realizing that I'm like, I can get like, I will literally have a Budweiser. I know I make no sense and I'm, I'll be okay. Um, I love ciders. I'm like, I don't necessarily have to have this $80 drink that's made with like aromatic bitters and like essence of tears. I can just have this cider that's $5 and I'll be okay. Amen. I am like, listen, <laughs> cocktail culture is out of control. The other day I paid it is know, too $13 much. for a cocktail and like one of the ingredients was a jalapeno syrup. And I was like, mm-hmm. this drink is actually assaulting me. Like this hurts to drink. Like, yes. I, I, and I paid money for it. I had a grapefruit jalapeno drink that I sent back and they were mad about because it tasted like salt. It tasted like it was supposed to be like grapefruit with a jalapeno syrup, and it tasted like they poured Morton salt mm. on top of like a, a splash of grapefruit, and I was like, "This is disgusting." It was disgusting. It was, I, I'm I'm over cocktail culture. I feel like that is a late twenties thing, <laughs> and I know you're in your late twenties. So it's fine, <laughs> um, but it's just like, oh my god, let's get a cocktail, and it's like it's cool and swanky and trendy. It is too much. Yeah, no, give me a pineapple cider. That sounds... Which you can get at your local corner store for a smooth $2. Yes. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Amen. All right, so I believe that is a wrap on our for real first episode. For real, our first episode. Yes. If you made it to the end, thank you so much. I mean, if you made it to the end, you are related to us. Because we made you listen to this. 100%. So... Hi, mom. Thanks. Thanks for loving us. Thanks. <laughs> um, you can find us on the internet at madewithmelanin.com. You can mm-hmm. find us on Twitter at madewmelanin. No with, just the W. Abby, where can it I is, find you on the internet? 
You can find me at Abby Blue J, A B B Y B L U J A Y. Um, literally everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, that weird half Facebook thing called Ello. Um, don't find me there. No one's on there. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at. Is that your Neopets name too? Uh, no, I, I think I always named my Neopets Nina. Um, <laughs> I don't know why okay. I was obsessed with the name Nina. Anyway, <laughs> any particular, any particular reason or just, I, I thought it was like the prettiest name I've ever heard. I just thought it was okay. like amazing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Michael RXS. You should follow my cake account, my baking adventures on Instagram at thunderthighsco. Thunder thighs. Yeah, I see all these cakes that I'm working on, including this banana split cake that will go up maybe tomorrow. I'm excited to see this cake. I'm like super stoked because it sounds fantastical. Fantastical indeed. All right, we will um we'll be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. Yay! Bye. Bye.